This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A flurry of activity emerged from the Trump administration today. For starters, the Environmental Protection Agency rolled out four items that drew a mixed reaction from the biofuels community. The agency is seeking comment on petitions from refineries and oil state governors to waive the requirements of the renewable fuel standard for the 2019 and 2020 compliance years. Chris Bliley with Growth Energy says they will be arguing strongly against such a waiver. Taking comment on these general waiver requests for the RFS I mean, is completely unfounded. The court's already ruled in our favor for that. And it's simply not necessary to, you know, to even contemplate thinking about these waivers. But the EPA is also looking at loosening requirements on the labeling of E15 that Bliley argues would boost sales for the higher blend of ethanol. The agency also finalized a so-called backsliding study and formally proposed an extension of the renewable volume obligation timeline for the next two years. Now, the attention turns to how the incoming Biden administration would handle biofuels policy, and Bliley is optimistic. President-elect Biden made a number of, you know, firm commitments on the campaign trail uh, as it relates to biofuels and, you know, certainly came to a, to an ethanol plant. Uh, so we're going to be looking to the administration really uh, to, you know, deliver on those commitments uh, that he made in the Midwest. I think additionally, it's going to be working with the new administration on ways that biofuels can help address some of the administration's climate goals. There's more on the EPA's actions in our story on agripulse.com. There's also an update on a finalized regulation governing the hemp industry. The regulatory approach to hemp has been a hot-button issue since the passage of the 2018 Farm Bill, but today the industry seems to like what they see. Late yesterday, Biden announced his framework for a coronavirus relief package he hopes to pass early in his presidency, but a congressional Republican sees some things he'd like to address. Illinois Republican Rodney Davis tells AgriPulse Biden's framework needs more GOP input. The, the first effort of a Democratic administration ought to be to say, how can we come up with a bipartisan solution like we did at the beginning of this pandemic? But instead, they decide to impeach the president where he's never going to be removed from office via impeachment. It, it destroys the Constitution by politicizing what that impeachment clause means. And frankly, it leads to more partisanship, which is not going to prove well for the ag sector. Biden's relief plan includes a number of provisions to address government nutrition programs, but doesn't include specifics on assistance for producers. Davis says more help for producers will be needed, but argues more time is also needed to assess the situation. The answer everyone should should give to that question is, why don't we wait to see what the $13 billion does? But instead... Uh, typical Washington uh, Democrats, it's more, 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 more. And in a very small majority that they have, they're likely to get none, 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 none. There's more on Biden's plan in our story on agripulse.com. And there's more from Davis, including his thoughts after this week's impeachment proceedings in this week's Washington Week in Review. Finally today, farm equipment manufacturers argue their innovations are only as good as some of the technology around them. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more. A farm equipment manufacturer says as more producers adopt farm management software to run their operations, internet and wireless connections in rural America will be critical. John Deere's Kyle Plattner tells AgriPulse the company has improved its cloud-based system data software that farmers can access through their phone, computer, or tablet. But 
In order to use the equipment, Plantner says farmers need to be connected no matter where they go. And there are still some places in rural areas of this country where cellular connectivity is, is still somewhat limited. And so we have been tremendous advocates to try to get uh, rural cellular connectivity available across uh, the nation and really globally too in order to make sure that our equipment can stay connected to the cloud no matter where they are. That's really important to us. It's really important to our customers. Deer featured planting technology at this year's virtually held Consumer Electronics Show. It's the third year Deer has participated. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Before we let you go, there will be no drive time on Monday in observance of the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Today's drive time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.